I can't think of a better lesson for, for Confirmation Sunday than the one we're about to read. I mean, in, in broad strokes, what we have here is a confession that Jesus is the Christ. And then, Jesus responds by explaining to these disciples, these followers, what it means to be a disciple and what it means to follow him. And he says very brutally, very crudely almost, it means to deny yourself. It means to pick up your cross and follow me. So so really, even though it is Confirmation Sunday, Pentecost 5 and Confirmation Sunday go hand in hand. But we might also notice that really I can't think of a better lesson for Father's Day either. Because what does it mean to be a father other than to be a sacrificial father? One who serves his children and trains them up in what it means to be a disciple. So with that in mind, I want I ask you to please stand out of respect for the words and works of Jesus, and we'll hear this lesson on Youth Confirmation Sunday and on Father's Day. Once, when Jesus was praying in private, and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you? He asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, the Christ of God. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law. And he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, if you would come after me, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will save it. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, O Christ. Please be seated. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Street graffiti is not a new thing, neither is hate. They're both at least as old as a cartoon that's literally not much better than stick figures that appeared on the palace wall of Septimus Severus in the 2nd century AD. He happened to be the ruler of the Roman Empire. And this little picture, this little graffiti appeared on a wall of this palace. Pictured there is a boy, a youth, probably about the same age as our youth confirmands. And he's worshiping another figure. 
The other figure in the picture is the form of a human being. And I say the form of a human being because the human being has the body of a human being, but the head of a donkey. And this half donkey, half man is hung on a cross. There's a subtitle to the picture that says, Alexander worships his God. It's the scandal of the cross. It's the scandal of worshiping a God who was scorned, rejected, beaten, and then left on a cross to die. And so you can, you can imagine, you can imagine why many people rejected this God. But they didn't just reject him because of what happened to him. They also rejected him because of what he taught. And you don't have to get too far into this lesson to see what I mean. Because right after Jesus predicts, and we might remind ourselves quite accurately, what would happen to him, that he would be murdered by the authorities of his day, he tells the disciples the following. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. You tell me, you tell me, do you think that after they heard this word from Jesus, the crowds I mean, do you think that all of a sudden they were lining up to follow him? I mean, this isn't Oprah happening here. This is an Oprah who, who offers a car to all the people who will just attend her show. This is Jesus, and what Jesus says to those who would follow him is, deny yourselves. Deny yourselves. Now I want you to understand that this isn't the denial of a monk. This isn't the denial of a monk who says sex is bad, all of it, and who says it is sinful and unclean to have even a little bit of money in a bank account somewhere. This isn't that kind of denial. This is the denial of the sinner to his sin. So to put it another way, this is, for example the denial of the father, the ability to watch the game and, and to ignore his young children playing on the floor. Or the ability to watch the game and totally forget that every single day we should teach our children the creed and the commandments. This is, for example, the denial of the Christian young person. The ability to watch their favorite show on Netflix, all the while tuning out mom and dad. This 
is the denial of the Christian steward of lavishly spending all of their money on themselves, forgetting that the church has needs, and so do the poor. This is the denial of the New Yorker, the seat on the train, because maybe somebody needs it more than you do. I mean, a lot of Christians, they talk about it this way, the self-denial. They'll say, it's a surrender. But they're wrong. This isn't Appomattox. This is Gettysburg. This is civil war against self saying no to all sin. Do you think that you want to follow this Jesus? But Jesus is not done. He continues by saying to all who would follow him, take up your cross daily. This is the first time the cross makes the appearance in Luke's gospel. And, and trust me when I say, and you already know this, that the cross becomes a major character in Jesus' story. Keep reading all the way to Luke 23, and what you will see is a bloody, beaten, scorned, rejected, and condemned Jesus bending down to take up his cross and carry it all the way to Golgotha. Keep reading all the way to Luke chapter 23, and you will see the same Jesus lifted up on his cross and hung between God and us. Some commentators call this cross, this mention of the cross, the backwards shadow of the cross in the Gospel of Luke because it reaches all the way from Luke chapter 23 back to Luke chapter 9. But let's be clear. Jesus here isn't talking about His cross. He's talking about yours. He's talking about your cross, the cross of denying yourself, of saying no to all sin. He's talking about the cross of worshiping a God who was hung on a cross and all the scorn and shame that comes with it. He's talking about joining Alexander in the long line of those who have followed after the cross bearer to the place of condemnation every single day. Do you think that you want to follow this Jesus? The Jesus that calls us to deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow him. The weird thing is that you're still here. <laughs> after... I have quite brutally and quite crudely explained what Jesus means here. You are still here. And you have already committed, and we'll see this later today, we'll see some more young people stand up and say, I will follow Jesus. I will deny myself. I will pick up my cross every 
single day. And if you really think about it, it should surprise us that anyone, anyone at all would want to follow this Jesus. Why? I think we already know why, don't we? It's because we know that in the cross, there is power. Especially in Jesus' cross. Think about the power of Jesus' cross. It was the power of Jesus' cross that put the sun out in the sky while he hung on the cross dying. It was Jesus' cross that literally shook the earth with an earthquake. It was the power of Jesus' cross that tore the temple curtain in two, making us right with God so that we could go into His holy presence. It was the power of the cross that wrote your names in red in the book of life. It is this cross that won for us salvation. And the wood of this cross is still bearing fruit and life unto eternal life. And there's still more. This cross, we know, does not end on Calvary. It ends in glory. We know this because on the third day He rose again and He ascended to sit at God's right hand. The cross always, always ends in victory. And so, followers of Jesus, we don't confess the holy name of Jesus with resignation or with shame. Instead, with the note of holy joy... We cry out, I will follow Jesus even unto death, because by his cross I have life. And we say with a note of victory, almost singing, I will deny myself because he denied himself all the way to death. And we can say with a note of strength that only comes from Jesus, I will follow you all the days of my life. Because Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And so, we will confess in a moment our faith in Jesus with the words of the Apostles' Creed. Get up. And lose your life. Because only then we find it. Amen. Please stand. Let's confess our faith with our confirmants today and with Christians all over the world with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, Of all that is seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, 
Through him all things remain. For all 